Welcome to the Church Sound Podcast. I'm your host, Prince Thompson, along with the pastor, Caleb Winley. We're here to help you get through Sunday. Was it too loud? Did you have feedback? Were the musicians too loud? Did you not hear the pastor? Well, we're here to help you with that. We provide only with solutions for all of your spiritual gatherings. So, let's start with something. Yes, yes, and yes, welcome to another edition of the Church Sound Podcast. I'm your humble host, Mr. Prentice Thompson, along with the pastor, Caleb Winley. What's going on, y'all? How you doing? Mr. Pastor Pastor Caleb Winley, the new dad in the building. New dad. New dad. Go close so you can hear some sounds. (laughs) New dad. I see the crib in the back. Going on right there. Getting it, man. Look, 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 I'm looking forward to um meeting my nephew, but you know, we are like we in this quarantine state man. of mind right now. So I know you can I know you can use a babysitter every now and then, you know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you you will be called upon. Don't worry about that. <laughs> so how you been, man? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm good. Just, you know, just trying to maintain focus and um Kind of really just enjoying life, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm in a new season. I feel I'm in my life, and I feel like, um, you know, there's a there's a purpose to where I'm at, and so I'm just mm-hmm. kind of kind of really flowing with the Holy Spirit, saying, "Yo, just show me every step of the way. Like, what's the next thing? Mm-hmm. Who's the next person? Mm-hmm. You know, what what where am I supposed to be at right now? Right, right, right. right. In a mo- moment, my moment, as opposed to just." kind of letting stuff just float away and just happen. You know, right. just, I want to make sure I'm making the right steps. Right. Yeah. Well, to all our listeners, first of all, um, we got to shout out our sponsor, Metro Podcast Studio, yeah. the hottest podcast studio in New York City. Sure. Um, offer a lot of services, obviously, through this quarantine time. Mm-hmm. They got mm-hmm. remote services. They have Metro Remote, but there you can record your podcast. They do, they do your post-production. We have um, Metro Mobile where we'll come to you all yeah. quarantined up with everything. That's and you can come to our come to the studio right here on 25th and Broadway. Um we're we're Metro remoting right now. Yeah. Um, um which make which makes perfect sense. And so this is a shout out to the listeners. We have jumped, we have quadrupled our numbers within the first month and a half, like almost yeah. has it been a month and a half? Yeah. No, no, two months. It's been eight weeks. And um, so we want to thank our fans and our for tuning in and making us part of your life. We we really, we really enjoy bringing you some great, great content. This is the going to be the start of season two. But before we get there, we're going to do the best of season one. Season one, we had some incredible guests. We had some incredible topics. Yeah, yeah. We hit the ground, um, hit the ground running. Um, those of you who, who want to get the newsletter, um, definitely hit us up at The Church Sound Podcast. we we'll get you on the newsletter. Um, make sure when you go listen to this podcast that you subscribe, mm-hmm. that you share, yeah. that you leave yeah. a comment, and um, just, just click the link wherever it is, whatever you listen to it, whatever you listen to your, your programming, iHeart, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your content, share it with a church. I mean, I had the opportunity of sharing it with a sister of mine I've known for a very long time and didn't know she was a youth um, 
our minister. Oh, that's what's up. Had no idea. And I shared with her, like, the last podcast we we had with Josh Head, Joshua okay. Head. Yeah. And she was just blown away, you know, by it. And, um... And was able to get, get some good information from it and subscribed and became oh, part of the... Um, we got to come up with a name for our fans. Like, what are we going to call them? Um, hmm. I don't know yet. That's a good thing. Oh, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. I got it. We can shoot okay. it down. Okay, we can, you can go with it. We can, do, we can, we can, we can not do it. <laughs> the CSP family. It's funny. I was kind of, I was kind of putting together because there was no way of just going to church. So see, yeah, that works. I like that. CSP fam. Okay, yes, yes, you've been indoctrinated. Yes, like if you subscribe, you leave a comment. Yes, if you're on the yep. newsletter, you're part of the CSP family, and we appreciate you. But before yes, we go on, there's something we got to do. That's right. It's something that we do every time. Every single time. Every time. Yes. And what do we call it? Come on. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday school. That's for sure. Sunday school. Come on. So today's Sunday school is not really a Sunday school. It's more of a it's more of an observation, if you will. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's a play on words and how dialect is used within the church body. Hmm. Hmm. He said, "Don't don't 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 let's not get fired, right? It's for ourselves." <laughs> <laughs> so it's a play on words, and in certain churches, the word "amen" is used quite frequently, mm-hmm. and it could be several different definitions of the word "amen." Mm-hmm. When someone is talking, you could be in agreement. Sure. You know, amen or yeah. Yeah. amen. Yeah. You know, letting you know something. <laughs> so I was at church at undisclosed location. Okay. And this church, this person kept, it, it, they kept saying amen every, every three words. You know, and God is the amen. And you know, amen, God, to God be the glory and amen. Amen, amen, and mm. you know, and I was outside, and mm, Lord have me. amen, and the word of God, amen, came down <laughs> and um t- touched my soul, oh, amen, amen, and you know, the the the, the 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 woman of God came and blessed us with a word, amen, amen, and I said to myself, if the word amen could be replaced with this word, it would be so A appropriate. And the word is, I'm gonna spell it. N-A-H-M-E-A-N. Pastor, can you know what that word is? N-A-H? Mm-hmm. What? N-A-H-M-E-A-N. Uh-huh. Name it? Not me. <laughs> Because, because it's like we 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 all had them brothers that come to us like you I know, was one of them. I was one of them. So like yo, I'm saying, nah, I mean, I'm for exactly. real, son. Hey, nah, I mean, nah, I mean. So imagine 
in a minute, the woman of God. Oh, man. Nah, Nothing's going. And the word of God came down and nah, man. And it just replaced the, the amen with the nah, man. Oh, no. Same that's, people, that's man. Old. It's a replace. It's, it, it's a bridge. Well, yes and it's no. A, it's a bridge. Yeah, okay. We're going to leave it there. It's a bridge. It's a portable it's, 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 it, it gets you from one phrase to the next when you don't really know what you're going to say next. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> That's all it really means. I don't, know, I don't know. I don't know. You know, it's, 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 a, it's a time killer. It, it, gives you, mm-hmm. it, it gives you a quite inhale, exhale. You know what I mean? Yeah. A, a, a inhale, exhale. So <laughs> what we are going to do... Oh man! Our first guest that we had on the show was a brother by the name of Emery Anderson. Yes, yep, that's right. And um, powerful brother, powerful. I call him my young lion. And let's hear what he had to say. So most most of us haven't like grown up in like a multicultural or non-denominational church. So what is it that's causing um, blacks, African-American folks to leave those churches and kind of set up and find home base in a church that, you know, might have where the leadership is um, like Caucasian or it's multicultural versus just kind of being in a black church. So those are the questions I get um, and find myself in discussions in quite a bit. So how do you, how do you, I mean, far as dealing with the parishioners, when you first came aboard, were there any apprehension or is it kind of like, you know, you're kind of learning as you go or they're kind of learning you as, as, as you, as you flow into this, into this new role? Yeah, I think it's a little, I think it's a little bit of both. Um, just because the, the culture is, is different. Um, the, the church I grew up in was a very small church, about 150 people. Um, you know, there, there, you know, there's, there's structures, there's, there's some organization to some things, but a lot of it is very lax. A lot of it is very free flowing. Um, the church I'm in now, the size is, it's, a it's about 7,500 members in the, the Fayetteville area. Um, and so there's aspects of it that are, um, a lot more polished and there's mm-hmm. aspects of it that kind of runs like, like a machine where it's just right. like, this is the schedule. This is the flow. This is how mm-hmm. we're doing things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had to adjust to that, um, and just find my fit kind of in the new culture. So it's like I said earlier, it's not conforming where it's like, okay, I got to turn, I got to turn down Emory or tune down who I am and, and not let my personality like come through the things that I, I do at the church, but I got to kind of find where my flow and my fit is within the culture that is a bit different than mm-hmm. what I grew up in. Yeah, I, I call that code switching, you know, you know, yeah. you know what I mean? I find that, yeah. well, I code switch all day long. And so, <laughs> but I find that shots <laughs> fired <laughs> all day long. Um, um, but I find that because because I'm able to function in both worlds pretty pretty evenly, pretty pretty well. There you go, right? Um, it allows me the flexibility to be able to deal with deal with, deal with everybody. And most people that's not our race don't really have to deal with that because we because we have our own language. Even just even yeah. just regional. Um, yes, it's it's, it's 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 totally different. You know Absolutely, what I mean? it's totally different. So when I when I think of when I think of multicultural church, um, I think of um, ages, 
I think of um, genders. I think of the different types of cultures. Absolutely. Um, and they have to, because we all have to kind of build an understanding between each other to kind of move forward. And what the agenda is, is Jesus Christ is the agenda. So Absolutely. How, so how can I communicate to my brother and my sister on a yes. level where they can receive and walk away more empowered and then at the same time, walk away with more understanding of, mm-hmm. of, of a culture? That's dope. That's dope. That was dope. So what? So what? So what was your takeaway from like you know that whole? Um... Well, I I loved the way he shared. I thought it was I thought it was dope, and I love what he shared. And I like the fact that he had almost lived kind of in two realities, whereas he came from a small church setting, but then got wound up in this large church setting and was able to see even how us as a people, as a race, how we even don't, we don't, sometimes we don't necessarily flow in the level of excellence like we should. But I love the fact even without, even prior to the, to, to the clip you just played, there was a part in where he, he began to talk about how people would begin to come to him because he was the only black person in the new church. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it was just like, yo, so how's it feel to, you know, like they would have a conversation with the pastor and then when they get to him, they want to dumb it down and they would go, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? So all of that was in there and it, it was crazy. So I, I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed that, that particular um, podcast that, that, that one we did. Yes. So let's jump into, we had a special guest on episode number four, Um, a brother. Well, how about we just do this? How about we just go into it? Yeah, let's get it. How do you break that down? Right. And once you, that's exactly how Eve um, got deceived. The, the serpent put doubt into what the serpent actually said. Did God say Did God. Yeah. right? Yeah. And so yeah. once he was able to remove what she knew God said from her thinking, he was able to plan doubt. Right. And that's what the enemy is doing with millennials. And plus the church. Unfortunately, there's so many horror stories, man, of people getting burnt and hurt in church. And, God, oh. and, and then you need in, see, like I said, this is this is like opening a can because now the other part of it is integrity in leadership. Exactly. Right. So because there's a lack of integrity in leadership, you know, these these uh, stories trickle down from what auntie went through to right. what and they go to church and they have this already lens of what church is and then sometimes they see it unfortunately in leadership mm-hmm. and we could go on and on about that mm-hmm. but you know those are some of the reasons why millennials and we 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 at my church church city we attack those things head on we are we welcome any question we believe that the bible can stand up to the to the best of scrutiny and right. hold its own right we also work hard to make the environment inviting exactly mm-hmm. and we work hard to make sure integrity is um, in leadership, and I think part of integrity being in leadership is is being transparent. Right, you know what I'm saying. People want to know. Yeah. You know, they don't. They're not necessarily looking for perfection. They're looking for relatability and honesty. Mm-hmm. Right. And when you're honest, I think people can rock with you. Right. I think that being relatable and being able to look someone eye to eye mm-hmm. and let them know 
that you really there for them. Because mm-hmm. people don't know, they don't care how much you know till they know how much you care. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. And I look at my son, my son's 27. And when he needs to know something, he know he could call me. Mm-hmm. Good, bad, indifferent, don't make a difference. What time, what time of day, what time of night. He, when he, needs, to get, he needs to get at me, he gets at me. Mm-hmm. But he's not going to come to me unless he's tried to figure it out. Mm-hmm. He's going to exhaust it. Because I've taught him to think on his own. Right. Which is the same things why millennials have the why question all the time. Mm. Right. You know what I mean? Because I remember my son was little. Like, you all remember your kids are like two and three. They always want to know why this works and how come and why and why is this blue and how come that's green? And, right. You know, why is his leg so long? Right. It seems like it's carried over. To, to their adulthood. Right. So now they look at the Bible and they say the same exact thing. And then when they don't see the Bible lived out in front of them right. by their leaders, exactly. by their yeah. authority figures, yeah. mm-hmm. now they go, like, this ain't even real. Right. Right. For me, it's one of those things, like in our generation, Pastor Caleb and um, Prentice, you, you, you could probably agree with this. We were told the what. Ah, exactly. Do, and not the why. Exactly. Right. And we lived in a generation where they could have told us the what, because when we asked the why, they said, because I said so. Exactly. <laughs> right. We could and, say that in harmony. And we yeah, knew yeah. what that meant. That exactly. meant like, just do it, bro, going. if you want to live. Right. 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 This generation, you tell them what to do, they'll still be like, but why? Yo, wasn't that amazing? Yo, that was crazy. Wasn't yeah. that amazing? Like, we oh, all said that man. and like, because <laughs> we all been told it. Because <laughs> we all been told that. You know what I mean? Everybody. I mean, Richie, you know, you know shouts out to Pastor Richie Righteous. Yeah, um, man. His church, he that came through it. and just really, really blessed us with tech and church. If you yeah. haven't listened to the entire episode, please go back and do that. Yeah, check um, that out. What was your What was your takeaway? you know, from the, uh, from that episode. It's funny because as I was listening to it again, there was a situation that took place um, recently where uh, some people had the platform uh, made for them to minister to some millennials. And instead of um, being kind of open to whatever the Holy Spirit told them could relate to these individuals, they came with the because I told you so, mm. and it, that's not what they said, but that's what they said. You understand gotcha. what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And it's I like, say. and I'm sitting there going, "I'm you. You just lost." Do what them. I say, not what I do. Exactly, <laughs> and it does. It comes down to that integrity and leadership. And if I'm looking at you and you're supposed to be leading me with this specific word, but you're just telling me to listen to what you say, it ain't gonna work. Man. All right, so let's jump right into um, episode five. Now, episode five, you were missing in action. Yes. That was a, that was a do- that was that was a dolo dance. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. With our with our esteemed brother in Christ, yeah. um, genius, yeah, rapper yeah, yeah. extraordinaire, <laughs> Mr. Sean Slaughter. Ah, oh, I know you were so upset. You were very man. upset. You didn't make that show. You were very you upset, but man. I knew I had to you take know. it because Sean is yeah, yeah, yeah. he's about as busy as I am. So okay. let's just okay, jump yeah. right into Mr. Sean Slaughter. They have very, very limited knowledge. Um, 
And let me tell you about my experience, what happened this past Sunday. She says, this past Sunday, <laughs> oh, <goodness. laughs> she, she said, now, 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 now mind you, and, I, and I'm going to tell you the question I asked her. She said, she says, this past Sunday, um, 15 minutes before we went on for worship, nobody could find the batteries. Oh, All right, fifteen minutes before, can nobody find that? <laughs> then, then they're trying to stream the TV, and the TV sounds horrible. During worship, um, the the the, the feedback all over the place. Things are not blend, blending well. Now, mind you, I went and mixed for a concert at this church uh, about two months ago, three months ago. And I had some questions about sound, sound things, you know, where's the bat, where's this at? And no sound guy could tell me, not one. Had one sound guy had an answer for how he does things. Another sound guy had an answer for how he, he does things. But nobody understood the flow, how things were connected. There was a, there was a, a snake mess up there. <laughs> and it, 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 I mean, it was it's chaos. And so, so, so here's the question that I asked her. Right in church, I need you to understand it. Here's a question I asked her. I said, "Is I said, is your pastor ready to really address the sound issue? Because most pastors, unfortunately, will spend a lot of money in other places, but they'll neglect the sound area. Always the only the only pastors that typically address the sound area are pastors that are musicians, so they understand it. You know what I'm saying? That's true. But, but they'll neglect it. And she said, we've had so many problems for so many months. And she was a new worship leader. So I'm sure the old worship leader probably left because they just probably, probably left. But, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, but she said, yes, he's ready because we need to fix this problem. You know what I'm saying? And so you see, your, the, the title is How to Hire an Engineer. And my rebuttal to that is Hire an Engineer. Powerful words from yeah, a man, man that could work the desk. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I ran back home and just was like, yeah, I got to hear this. I got to hear this. And after I heard it, I was like, dang. Yo, he ripped it. He killed yeah. it, bro. He killed it. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. And I like to hire an engineer. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. I'm pulling somebody. Yeah. So I'm pulling somebody out of the, the congregation. Hey, you used to DJ when you was five. Okay, come on. You a tenor, ain't <laughs> you? Know you? you a tenor? It, it, Did you, yeah, you sing in the choir? And, uh, and, mm -hmm. I was in the children's choir. Yeah, that's good enough for me. <laughs> Get on that board, boy. Let the Lord use you. Man, Feedback. So many it? stories. You don't understand. Oh, we need to pray for the audio department. Yeah, now we got to pray for us. Stretch your hands this way. Stretch your hands this way. Stretch your hands this oh, way. God. I see that hand. 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 Now I mean... Amen. Amen again. Amen again. But you know what? On episode six, we had a very, very special guest as well. Oh, episode six, we have the man of gold. Ooh. And his name is Bishop Charles Millet. We haven't always, you know, what we're talking about now, brothers, is not something that we have always had. Okay. This is something that we have thrown into ourselves 
and we still go into it because we currently make adjustment mm-hmm. uh, to what we have because we look for ways to improve upon, you know, our presentation. But one of the things that we actually look at is, I said, when we started to look at it, let's look at ministry from the perspective of us being the person that's visiting the ministry. That's good. What is it that you believe would help you to have a great experience in church that day? And so we started, you know, uh, from the very beginning and setting everything up. And, you know, we started writing down what would be a good experience and what we felt that would, you know, help people to leave church that day, really being extremely blessed and appreciating the care and the nurturing that they got. So we started taking those notes. And then after that, I began to share uh, my vision uh, and my heart about how we should take care of God's people. Mm-hmm. You go to anywhere in corporate America and, you know, five-star service, they spend hundreds of thousands yes. of dollars in preparation and having conversations and training and prepping to provide a level of service to their customer base because they realize that the way they take care of the people that come to their establishment has a whole lot to do with whether those people are going to return or continue to do business with them. And sometimes we make the mistake of just assuming that people just automatically have to come to our worship experience, that they automatically have to come to our church. Mm. And really that is is not true. I mean, think about it. Uh, If you think about each of our churches, people probably pass maybe, you know, 10, 20, 30, maybe 50 churches before they even get to the place or the house of worship that they regularly attend. And there's a reason why they pass by or continue to go or make their way to the house of God. You shaking your head, you ain't saying nothing, brother. Yo, yo. Because, you know, Uncle Bishop (laughs) Millet, for real, what he laid down in that podcast, you can't pay for. It was the content, the information that he shared with pastors and then flipped it from sharing it with pastors to the audio ministry and then jump back onto the pastors just to kind of give them um, that understanding of mm-hmm. we've got to make this bigger. This is, we've got to have such a heart for the holistic approach to ministry. I mean, what he shared was just powerful from the small church uh, pastor to the mega church, super mega church, mm-hmm. whatever. You know, he just, he poured out and um, man, I was so blessed, man. I know you know what I got too, of it? I got of it that his whole thing was quality control mm-hmm. from because he, he's able to describe the from the parking lot ministry exactly yeah to the greeters yeah. that we're all serving mm-hmm. it's just not the audio team it's just not the singer exactly. it's not the video people right. is it be all right. we all in service so right and we're all you know, intertwined and we're all intertwined right. which all lends yeah. to making sure that our guests are treated like guests, yeah. just like, you right. know, you'll go stand online. Like remember when that, um, what's that, that famous Popeye chicken sandwich? 
Oh my, oh my gosh. gosh. People were standing on line for a chicken sandwich. How much? Like they was Air Jordans. Like they was Air Jordans. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, we'll get that, we'll get that chicken sandwich. But it's the same thing, you know? He said, like, you drive by yeah. 50 churches to get to yeah. the church you want to go to, that means you made a decision. So if you're going to make That's a decision right. to come here, we're going to make sure you're accommodated. That's so right. speak out about accommodation. Come on. We had, we, had a, we, had a, we had another man of God mm-hmm. who spoke about worship 360 uh-huh. degree. Let's check this out. Yeah. Positions and leadership kinds of things. I was very sensitive to this. And so actually uh, they helped put together a framework and really taught us about the millennials and Z's and all this generation, uh, how to relate to them. Uh, and then understand, and then we understand how important technology is to them. So I was at a place where I didn't know what I didn't know. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm at a place where I know I don't know. And so I said, what better way than to let them bring me in the know, you know, let them bring me along and make them a viable part of the solution or building ministry out that ministers across generationally. What's, what's been their response? Like when you, when you shared this information, I'm curious to see what their response was. The millennials. Well, we got a team that's kind of uh, a case study group, okay. a work group of about 10 uh, millennials uh, and some of their spouses. And they're very excited. They're very excited to connect with the older generation. And they're very excited about the older generation wanting to be able to connect with them on their terms. Wow, that says a lot. That says a lot. You know, you know my master's thesis in uh, uh, when I was in school, for, for ministry was how do we get more content of the gospel within the social media context? Because um, uh, if you understand when Martin Luther hung his treaty uh, on the wall, there was also a tremendous, uh, the revelation of being saved by grace, of course, with Martin Luther. But at the same time, people don't couple that with, there was a great technology that was invented called the printing press. Mm-hmm. That, yep. Treaty revelation moved forward because you didn't have to go to the priest. You could read the Bible for yourself. Yes. Wow. 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 Amazing. Amazing. To those Man. of you who have not had the opportunity to go back to listen to, yeah. go listen to episode 10. Just go listen yeah. to episode 10. It's, 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 it's so rich. Um, with information he was able to share from his yeah. heart. We were able to just like really go deep into mm-hmm. what worship yeah. is and why it's important to tap in and, exactly. and also the, yeah. te- the, techn- yeah. the technology aspect of of um, utilizing it to its fullest potential. And then really mm-hmm. him just like wearing his heart on his sleeve and saying like, I didn't know. Exactly, exactly. And, saying, and was open enough to go to them. Right. I mean, that's crazy. Right. That's crazy. Not many of us, not many, not, and I'm going to say that, not many of us would do that. We would right. do that. Right. Which I thought was uh, empowering, and, um, and I, hope, I hope pastors really can, um, can glean from it. But then yeah. I knew that we had to make a shift because mm-hmm. we, we were in the heavenlies on episode yeah, 10. Yeah. Yeah. On episode 11, we came down to earth, and we got busy. <laughs> With yeah. DJ I Rock Jesus. Let's see what he got. Oh, man. I actually want to hear 
let's say, Thunder Clifton, we fall down. Sure. Right in the middle of, of you rocking out. Exactly. Like, I feel like, I'm like, right now, yeah, yeah, he's going to hear right now. Right? At this second, yeah, he's going to hear right there. Yeah, and it'll so, take my place. Is, right. <laughs> exactly. So, my, my challenge is, let me do what I'm do, called to do, man. And, and, you know, that's it. So 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 how do you how do you how do you navigate it like what's 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 been your best solution other than just playing what they want is it is it times you you're able to negotiate to keep the party going is there any times you've been able well, to do that so what no what I do now because I've done so many times that all happens I start telling them that playlist don't care tell me what you want to hear mm-hmm. and I'll play it. That's good. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I'm coming out at the church like that. I said, give me a playlist. What does the pastor like? What does the first lady like? You know what I'm saying? Right. What they want to hear. And I, and I will build something around that. Right. That's good. Yeah. So, um, what is the difference? Now, this is going to be a little touchy. Oh, boy. Okay. I'm, I'm, oh, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm the hot wire guy. Okay. So, <laughs> I like going to the edge. <laughs> Amen. Amen again. Amen. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Yes, he will. He about to do it. Oh man. Oh man. That was that a fun was, show. Yeah, that was. That, that was, was a fun, fun show. Fun. The reason why you know I thought it was real, real, real dope was because all three of us are DJs. Yeah. I'm yeah. a DJ, you're a DJ, he's yeah. a DJ. Yeah. And it's kind of like we talking code, but not exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Exactly. Yeah, like we talking yep. in code, but not really talking in code. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean? real clear, making it real clear. <laughs> and and, and, and I, I really hope that um, churches were blessed, promoters were blessed, and to able to glean some information. You know, because yeah, even though we all children of God, the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing like shaking your, shaking your tail feather, though. Ain't no. nothing like it. And, he, and the Bible says that there ain't nothing wrong. Come on, man. It, it ain't says nothing that. wrong with that. It ain't nothing wrong with that. You know, it ain't nothing wrong with that. But you know what? Then we went to episode 12. <laughs> and we had to go a little deeper. Let's see what Marcus D. Wilde had to say. Uh, we don't want you to tell a Hennessy and Honey Bun joke. You can't tell that joke. <laughs> you can't tell. And so I was like, well, yeah, y'all, y'all probably don't want me. So in, in the area of like, so, so if you've only seen that once with the censorship, do you find like denominational churches give you that issue? Or, I mean, like where do you, like where are you finding more your... Your maybe issues, and then where do you find people that's like really looking to hire you? You know what I'm saying? Look, or looking to bring you in? Yeah, I, I wouldn't say it's denominational, but like I say, I've only had that encounter one time, mm-hmm. and a lot of times at that particular church, see, anytime your pastor is the event, and <laughs> I'm just gonna say this, yeah, in English, <laughs> yeah, 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 you it's, know, when, it's a safe place. When, when, yeah, no, 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 no. And I'm gonna say it. I'm, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be legit with it. But I'm just saying how I want to see it. Mm-hmm. So some churches you go to, and the pastor is the event. Okay, mm-hmm. he is the main attraction at the church. Mm-hmm. And and when the church is like that, 
the staff and everybody always feel like they have to I don't even know if the pastor is even saying this it's it's the it's his team around him mm-hmm. that thinks for him mm-hmm. and so they'll come tell you stuff like that hey uh yeah don't do this Joe you know because they feel pastor ain't gonna like this exactly mm-hmm. okay you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. that's because that's because the pastor is the event though at that church mm. Wow. He the main attraction. He the main attraction. Not God, the pastor. Nah, it's not even the Lord. It's the pastor. <laughs> that's messed up. Wow. Yeah. But that's truth. Yeah. That's yeah. true. And so, and so, those are the ministries that where they are going to, they are going to look over your material and and and, and they gonna suggest. Hey, I suggest you don't. You might don't want to do that joke where you talking about hell. Hell ain't, ain't such a bad word, you know. Marcus <laughs> D. Wiley. Yo, that's put good. it down. Yeah, he killed it. I think the most he amazing thing was like you didn't know he was Yolanda Adams' um, co-host. I did it. I did it, bro. I'm telling you, I did it. All, and I, how I found out about him was on YouTube. Like, yo, who is this dude? He's killing it. Because at, at one point in time, we was looking for somebody to come in, and we was hiring all these uh, good comedians. And then um, you say so. <laughs> and then I was like, I heard this dude. I was like, yo, I gotta get this guy. So I just called him on a, on a on a humble, and just was like, yo, yo. And he was just so real and just down to earth. He was like, look, I'll work with you. And then I was like. Yeah, I gotta keep you, man. You you a good dude, and we just been. He he called me recently. Oh like, really? How you doing, bro? Yeah, he was like, Yo, how you doing, bro? I was like, I'm good. What's up with you, man? So wow. Yeah, he's a, he's a real yeah, dude. Yeah, that was that was a great show. Um, on, yeah. on a lot of levels, on the levels of just information, just just yeah, it was a good laugh. Um, yeah. it was a real good yeah, laugh, yeah. and um, he was just like a real dude. Yeah, you know what I mean, just yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, you like know you how have you, a regular conversation, you know what right? I'm having yeah. a regular conversation, we just talking about comedy. You know what I mean? You just breaking yeah. it down. You know, you know the funny thing I find that sometimes you ever meet a pastor that they talk different in the pulpit than they do in person. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah you talking to me? Oh yeah, yeah. I've met some people like that. people. That, I mean, could <laughs> talk completely different. You know, you see, different. This, hey, what's up? How you doing, brother? Hey, how you doing? They in the pulpit. Yeah. God bless you. May heaven (laughs) smile upon you in the crevices of your being. I woke up in the morning, in the midst of the morning. Doves were flying about me and I could feel the Holy Spirit resting about, not on, about my shoulders. The Lord. He spoke to me deeply in my ear. It's a, it's a, it's a faint whisper. Faint whisper. That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> the Lord said, Shut up. I didn't say that. <laughs> oh, man. Stop lying on me. <laughs> Yo, 
Yeah, I, I, I've, I've had some people like that, man. Yeah. Yeah, we all, we, we've all had. I find that, I find that rather amazing. But not as amazing as our last, uh, our last <laughs> guest on episode 13, where we had the great Mr. Joshua Head breaking down youth mm-hmm. development. I found an organization that was open to trying it. And I said to them, let's put the young people as the team. And let's use the adults as only guiding mentors, only. And you have lead people in those departments, but the implementers are uh, young people. And I use a few examples. Um, if you're not aware, uh, for those who are military, since it's you know around Memorial Day, um, the military fits a similar model. The United States military, which is the strongest military in the world, is built around a model where the guys on the ground are teenagers. They're 18 to 25. Mm-hmm. They like that for 100 years. And the next level up um, are more people who used to be on the ground and, and they train now, right? And they, uh, they are your officers. And then your strategic like Pentagon people who are the, the generals and, and whatnot at the highest level are more elderly statesmen type of people um, who strategize. They only strategize. They're never on the ground. They're, they don't train directly. They just strategize. That model has worked. Um, and that's the model that I explained to them first. And I happen to have a leader in there who was a retired military guy who got that. And secondly, the senior pastor um, is a man who's not only very open-minded, but he came from a huge organization previously before he was the pastor. And he saw the utilization of young people. And then lastly, he has a daughter that's 14. So he understands because his daughter's one of the young people in the, um, in that group. So I was able to pull it off because I had two leaders, two senior leaders that are, are upper level uh, leaders who understood enough to try Mm-hmm. Um, and because I was training and they hired me as a consultant and I said, well, this is my, this is my mission. This is my vision for this organization. Amazing. Amazing. Wow. wow. Amazing. Wow. Yeah. Um, and me and Joshua go back, go back maybe like 15 years um, okay. I, I mixed that. I was, he was, matter of fact, he actually got me the job as the executive minister, executive, um, tech, what was my title? Executive director, direct, executive director of multimedia, something like that. Whatever the title was, it was a nice title. Made to rung a lot of bells. Um, <laughs> but I was mixing at a, I was mixing at a mega church. And he just, I mixed like a, um, like a concert for them. And he just came and asked, he said, would you, would you leave? I was like, yeah, I would. You know, if the, the money was cool. Sure. And he was like, I'll be right back. And I ended up being there for like maybe three, four years. Wow! It could really, really minimum forth that whole ministry, and you That's know, we up. brought we brought in um, students from Hampton University uh, as interns, and and those kids still contact me today on on Facebook. They still hit me up. They still mm-hmm. ask me, "Hey, 
Mr. Prentice, how you doing? You know, I, I learned more from you than I did my whole four years in school. And wow, you know, and it's, it's those types of those those are things I live for. You know, being able to touch to touch mm-hmm. some young people and be sure. and be uh, uh, impacting their lives. But, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this was just season one. Oh man, I'm looking forward. Season two, season oh. two, bananas. You know. <laughs> get your popcorn ready. Get your popcorn ready. Let me give you a prerequisite for um, next week's show. Next week's show, we're going to talk about race and the church mm-hmm. and technology. Uh, race, yeah. the church, and technology. Okay. Yeah. Race, not cars. No, no, no. Racial, race, the church, yeah. and technology. Yep. Call Yelling a friend, tell that. a friend, tune in. Um, you got to tune in. I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about doing an IG live after it. What you think? That might be dope. Yeah. Yeah. If you get some people to like, yeah. send us some questions or whatever, yeah, that'd be kind of dope. We'll, we'll investigate that. But we have a bunch of super guests coming up, and we're gonna go a little deeper. We're gonna go a little deeper, way deeper. So we're excited about um, season exactly. two. Um, season one was a blast. Um, it was a learning experience. Um, yeah. We both had some crazy things happen in between that time. <laughs> exactly. And um, God is still on the throne. Yes. He's still on the throne. He's still amazing. He's still looking after us. Exactly. Uh, we still serve him. Mm-hmm. But um, change is good. Um, yeah. Expansion is great. Yeah. Um, but I think he's preparing us for what's about to happen. So he's, you know, the word of God. If you're faithful over a little, he'll give I'll you make your master over much. There yeah. it is, from the pastor himself, yeah. the pastor. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. there it is, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and dogs. Imparting as always, keep God first in everything you do. See you next time. Yeah. Church, church sound. Podcast. Podcast. That's yeah. work.